0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Julius Randall who had another monster game, uh, Julius Kenny Albert and Walt Clyde Frazier. First 40.15 rebound game by a Nick since Patrick Ewing back in 1996. How good did it feel? Uh, every time we get a win, it feels good. So, uh, just happy, you know. We came out two and on this road trip, uh, took care of business. Now we got to go home and do the same thing. You, you pulverized the Pistons throughout the season, junior What is it that you see with them that you can just get your shot off? Uh, I don't know, Kyle. I feel like that versus anybody, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and not only have you been putting up such great numbers in the in the points column, Julius, but Uh, in rebounding 16, 16, 16, and 15. What has been the key to your success on the boards as of late? Um, I think that's really where it starts for me. Um, I said earlier in the year I didn't like how I was rebounding. And uh, I think it just uh, automatically puts me in aggressive mode. I'm not waiting for things to happen. I'm going to go get it. So, uh, you know, I have a a really big focus um, every night to, uh, to go get boards. You know, Tills always says, uh you know keep the turnovers low our defense and if we rebound we'll win the game so uh, take that person look like you guys are getting ready to reach that next level i know this was a very difficult game to get up for but you guys came out with a lot of energy i really love the continuity that you brought to the game early on yeah um you know we're just trying to build uh every day uh, trying to build the correct habits um no matter who we're playing um we want to come out and, you know, we're playing to get better as a team, as a unit. Uh, so, you know, when the playoffs happen, uh, we can be ready for that. So. All right, Julius, congratulations on the victory. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes. Thank you, guys.
2: R.A. R.A. Rawad, um, thank you for the generous contribution. Hey, John, sorry to deviate, but how many picks plus Barrett and Ob to get Booker? Um, the question, that's not the way to phrase the question. The way to phrase the question is, would R.J. and Ob um, plus all of the picks that you could throw in there, be enough for the sons to not hang up the phone and i mean the fact that i'm not saying no outright is i guess a good sign should i be saying no outright jeremy
3: i mean well no you shouldn't be saying no outright um i'm curious what else is going in that deal because money wise and everything well, like
2: the, well what is booker at
3: is he at, is he like first, in the 40s already first of all for the record Booker can't be traded this season. RJ, I'm the, oh, be, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Season, I'm just saying season, yes, yes, RJ can't really be traded easily yeah. because of the poison pill in the off season. That's then where the money gets closer. It's like the one year where that RJ and Ob probably could get you just close enough to Booker before his extension kicks in. Yeah, um,
2: whatever. You, in yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not trying to be dramatic.
3: Just, just generally speaking. Yeah, like. If you are the Suns, what reason do you have to move? Let's see, twenty. I mean, Booker signed through next season, all the way through twenty twenty eight, I believe. So, like, you're basically yeah. resetting your entire timeline. Is that
2: I mean, you want Is that you what wanna, you
3: want right at this point? Because you, you, you can make that decision
2: later. I, I I guess maybe you're like we, you know, Aiden wants out. We're trading Aiden. Um, let's you know, let's blow it up and. That's the way we want to go. I you know, you could do worse, right? Than getting all of New York's picks for the next seven years. I don't know. D- okay, so the answer is depending on where the Suns are at as a franchise. You, you, it's probably a conversation. Um, I think that's sure. fair. Uh, thanks for the question. That was that was interesting. Um, don't think it's going to happen. Don't, not, not not hold my breath. Uh, Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? How you doing? Randall continues to have a wonderful season. He even calmly took responsibility for a foul towards the end. I noticed that he was like, he raised his hand. He was like, that's me. That's my bad. That's all we want, right? We don't, we don't need a lot. Accountability. Accountability with a capital A. There you go. Uh, I'm glad he didn't get traded. Uh, IQ is such a joy to watch. He gets better and, and better. Um, yeah, man. The Randall trade. I, yes, 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 yes. I'm happy that the Knicks did not listen to idiots. Who would they be? Perhaps in front of a microphone. Uh, hi, everybody. That's me. Uh, I'm the problem. It's me. I knew uh, that was. <sighs> I had to. It. It's a good I song. Guess. No, it is a good song. I just
3: I thought if you don't take advantage of that opportunity, then I have to. And I'm what? glad you took advantage of it because it was right there for you.
2: I, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before, but I'll say it again because it's. I think it's so funny. Is every my my when I heard the song, I'm like, I love the message of the song because the girl. The, you know, sh- that she's playing in the song is taking responsibility for her poor actions. It's a song about accountability. That's a wonderful message. And my wife's response was, like, Why do you hate me and think that I screw up our lives and that I am awful?
0: She's mm-hmm. like,
2: Inevitably, she thought I was talking about her. You know, ah. yes. Yes.
4: Yep. Yes, Andrew, that's mm. an appropriate face. Yeah. My wife has issues. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. Jeremy, do you need to take off? <laughs> I this is a good place to to hard reset. So, good luck to the G Men today. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll see
3: how that goes. And uh, are you Andrew? Who are you rooting for? The Bills or the Dolphins? Since they're both
4: so I'm rooting for Buffalo so. with all the Demar Hamlin stuff. I also I don't know what it is. I hate Miami Dolphin fans more. It might have something to do with the Miami Heat, but <laughs> who knows? Um, so yeah, i I'd, I'd go that route. All right. Well, yeah, yeah I'm in the same boat. So cool gentlemen
3: to all you listening watching thank you so much and uh, we'll talk soon
4: go
2: big blue (laughs) hold on Jerry hold on last
4: thing before you go yes Dolores is in the chat Oh, what did she say she said she does have issues because she married you
0: oh heads, my god oh. wow no Kisty no 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 no, <laughs> no no john listening that i just nope.
4: for whatever it's worth um there
3: is a couch here if you need it <laughs> no just no, spend no a few days i got my, you sh-
2: sh- can i shout out my wife who who is in our bed with the flu she said the flu for the last two days almost so i have not been sleeping in our bed the last two nights because i've been sleeping with my older daughter in her bed um because my my wife has 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 turned that into the quarantine zone. No, I love my wife, and I am, I am absolutely at at fault for any bad thing that is happening or ever. She is not at any fault. There you
4: go. And on uh, that note, yeah, <laughs> good luck, Jeremy. Thank you. See you all. <laughs> all right, how you doing, uh, bud? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm uncomfortable as far as like a producer goes because no headphones, not in my comfortable. Studio, but I mean, Pastor Claudio's Obie Hive. So that's, all, that's all that matters. We'll make it work. Yes. This is what my brother got him for Christmas. A best papa ever trophy. Ah,
3: that's very so, nice.
2: There
4: you um, go. Yes, I am in my usual confines, but my
2: my two kids are in the back doing something. I don't know. I told my older daughter, um, you have to babysit Izzy while daddy's doing the post postgame. Um, I'll give you some money. And she's like, I want $100. I'm oh, like, she's, she's, I don't know who taught her that, but she's well on her way. Yeah, it's, it's not good. And I'm like, and we just, it's funny because she just started like after school piano lessons at her school and we just got her a keyboard. I'm like, Daddy, mm-hmm. we just got you a keyboard that was worth like more than $100. And her response was, I want $100. She
4: didn't blink. I, I don't know who taught her that. I, she's well on her way to, to negotiation, negotiating in herself in some good deals in the future, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, before I'll get your your wife's scolding comment off the screen. Um, <laughs> you should leave it up <laughs> for the whole episode. the whole show. Um, quick before we go to the rest of the super chats. Uh, stats update: The Knicks are. Oh yeah, up eight, Knicks are now up to eighth in offense. They are um, by net rating or by per, one per hundred possessions. I should say they are eighth yeah. in offense, technically seventh. They're tied with Dallas at one fourteen point five. They were neck and De- neck, yeah. In defense, they are still at tenth, but they're point one behind Brooklyn, who has actually taken a bunch of steps back since losing KD. And then net rating wise, the Knicks are eighth in the NBA, a solid eighth. There's a full point and a half between them and Brooklyn, but there's a couple percentage points behind. Um, Ahead of Sacramento, who while Sacramento has the third best offense in the NBA, they have the 26th best defense. I, I know what I prefer. And again, you just read
2: off season-long numbers.
4: If you look at the numbers with
2: this starting lineup, if you want to again, the other point that I always go to is after the OKC home game, which felt like a kick in the ass for the organization where it's like, oh, shit, we have to we have to get our shit together. Um, and if you want to go back to the numbers since the since they went to this rotation, all of those numbers paint them in an even better light. So whether you want to look at season long, since game 13, since this, since the starting lineup, since the rotation, any of them, there's really no running from the fact that this is a, is a good team. This is not fake. This is not fool's gold. This is not smoke and mirrors, um, which is why as fans, we have the feeling of going into a game like this and being like, we should win by 40 points. I know that I, that's how I felt. But you know, it doesn't um doesn't always work out that
4: way. To back up your point, since the second OKC game when they went to the starting five, yeah, third in offense, fifth in defense, third in net rating. Yep. And then if you want to make it since we were in attendance for the first OKC game, um, so that includes the first couple games of that road trip, sixth in offense, which is still great, fifth in offense, which is still great, and fourth in net rating. That's and
2: again, that's a so since the the what how many games have we played right now? <laughs> Forty-four. Forty-four minus thirteen. So that's a span of 31, thirty-one games, uh being fifth in net rating. Like yeah, you can't really fake that. Um, and that's that's not like oh they played an easy schedule or this no, no. you can't fake that. That's that's legit.
4: Also okay. tied for fifth in wins. So it's if you're wanting wondering about these advanced stats and just want to know is it translating to winning? Yeah, they're 19 and 12 over that span. The same record as the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're a high floor team that we still don't have
2: evidence that they could beat the best of the best, especially when the best of the best are playing well. That's very fair. And again, nobody's going to get on this on this show and say like, oh, the Knicks are a contender. The Knicks could, you know, win, win, you know, playoff series and this and that. No, but for where they're supposed to be. As we were talking about before. Good good stuff. Okay. Uh, hey. Let's keep it going. Uh, Charlie Boy 3rd, what's going on? Thank you for the very generous contribution on this Sunday afternoon. Hey, John, great win. Julius Randle is a beast, and I love it. I wish they could incorporate Obi Moore on offense with that second unit, though. Also, Eric Gordon, in place of Deuce, would really help that unit a lot, in my opinion. He is not only the name that makes the most sense to me as a target for them. He's the name that Outside of like the OG Ananobi, like bigger name discussion, he makes by far the most sense if you are just focusing on what can help this basketball team and do they want to get better for this season. I'm leaving out the larger organizational questions about whether they should be acquiring a 30 whatever the hell Eric Gordon is year old veteran player for you know a stretch run. That's a different conversation, but just on the court. He switches. He defends well enough. He's obviously very good from three. He can move with the ball. He can serve as your backup point guard. He can do all the things this this next team needs. Um, so, as far as OB, I don't know. I mean, I wish they could, too. It's not a great look. Um, for as much as we will praise them, there are still things that, that, that leave a bit to be desired,
4: and that is at or near the top of the list. What did you think of the Caruso rumors from yesterday? Yeah, where'd those come from? Did I miss something? Where, like, uh, I don't know if it was Yahoo or if it was Fisher or somebody else, but um, I know that it seemed to be credible that there was like the Knicks have had scouts at Bulls games recently. To okay. Check I, on Caruso, Alex Caruso. I,
2: every team in the league, if they're trying to win games should want Alex Caruso. I think I was asked this after the last game and I'll say it again. I don't know that Caruso is the guy that would be my ideal fit for the Knicks because... Even to replace Deuce Bennett, so you're getting so Caruso's a better defender than Deuce because he might be the best. I mean, talk about a guy. We we always have this conversation about like best pound for pound defender in the league. I mean, Caruso's right there. That dude just helps you in ways that that certainly do not show up on the stat sheet. Um, even though I think he was like first in the league in deflections last year, or certainly near the top. Anyway, but he's not a guy that does a lot with the ball. Um, he's a smart player on offense. He'll facilitate. He's a good facilitator. He's a good cog. And I guess if they're always going to leave two of their big four, I'll call it a big four now, on the floor at the same time, then maybe that's fine. And he hits enough threes. So that's that my fine. thought.
4: It's literally what you're describing. You don't call yeah, plays, It's not your backup point guard you're taking I, the deuce minutes. I, I might. I'm not. Look, they got Caruso
2: and they didn't pay for him, I mean, my God, I'll be dancing in the streets. But I just. I wonder is do they need a little bit more juice? And that's why I, I say Gordon, because Gordon, Gordon gives you a little more juice. Now there's also such a thing as having too much juice where there's too many guys on your roster that like dominate the ball. And that's a very valid concern. So like, if you want to tell me Caruso would be a better fit than Gordon, I'll absolutely hear for that. Or I am absolutely here for that. To say nothing of the, uh, the contract and, uh, Caruso's younger too, who, you know, Gordon's old. And, and I'm, if maybe Caruso's type of guy, he'd be up for an extension at a fair number if he wants that. That's a big thing too because he could be part of your team for the next X number of years. So, Delski, uh, what would our record look like if we started this way? I mean, do the math. Um, I don't know. Would they have a couple more? Well, so the Hawks game is the big one because, um, like, this team this version of this team does not lose that Hawks game, the seventh game of the year?
4: Um, the, there's a lot of games that I don't think this defense would be as bad. That was very bad in oh, the first 13 games of the season. The, the OKC game we were at, shout out to all of mm-hmm. our, our KFS folk. Um, the, the Portland game, I, I don't think they give up all those points to Simons and Grant. You know? That's
2: I mean, they had this starting lineup that game. But that's fair. Um, I let's say this. Let's say at least two more wins and with a possibility
4: of three or four more wins. I would say at least four or five more wins. Cause I <sighs> Jesus Christ. 'Cause I think by then we they might have worked out some of the issues by the Dallas game, might have worked out some of the issues by the, the Bulls game. So potentially you got a couple wins there, you know. So, you, um, hashtag Claudio curse, are
2: going to sit here and, this is what I just want to make it very clear. What you're saying is that the Knicks started off with this, which, by the way, they were not capable of starting off with this because the Grimes was hurt. Right. To make that very clear. But that's what he's saying
4: is it. Yeah. If they
2: were Yeah. If this has been the, the, if this was the team the whole way, you're basically saying the Knicks would be second in the East. Because they've the, played like, like we, we just read off their numbers. Since. They have 25 wins. The team that's second in the East is Brooklyn. They have 27 wins. I, so you're not I, even saying they'd be first in the, in the East. You say or second in the East. You say they would be second in the East by a
4: by like a comfortable margin. We just read what they're. I, I, I know. I know. I know. I know. They'd be third. That's the third best record in the East since the last 31 games. That's what I'm not saying you're wrong. I was tied with the. Okay, so technically Philadelphia would be the fourth best record because there's three real, there's five really. No, good but then, teams look,
2: I'm saying two to three. You're saying four or five. Split the difference and let's just say three. If mm-hmm. it's three, that puts them at 28 and 16. If they're 28 and 16, they are in third behind half, I believe, a half a game behind Brooklyn, and in a uh, no, yeah, then a half a game up on Milwaukee. It's freaking wild.
4: I'm not even trying to be like. No, I know you're or, not. I know. Which, yeah. By the way, is one one game off of the projection, by the way. But I digress. Um, Thanks, Nelson. That was a good one. Yeah. Um,
2: Dom Cappuccini, What's going on, Dom? Too early for concern for Obi? Question uh, mark. IQ needs a lot more help. I'm officially on the train to make a trade to enhance the bench. I'm happy with the win, but the bench play is not sustainable. To be very clear. 'Cause I've written a lot of things and I've said a lot of things about what they did two seasons ago. And I want to make I want to draw a couple of distinctions. One, when they made the Derek Rose trade, they were eleven and fourteen. And it was Randall and stuff around Randall. There was in a monumentally easy pivot if they wanted to go the tanking route, which I think you could argue at that point was the correct move. This is not that. They have a real team here with a lot of components and a lot of good stuff going on. Um That's number one. Number two, in terms of making a trade to enhance the bench, we always talk about the young players, the young players, the young players. Okay. At some point, you do need to draw your line between young players that we feel are part of our core moving forward and then like ones who are not. And they have in... Emmanuel quickly and Quen Grimes, two players who very clearly are are part of the solution. And then, if you want to throw in R.J., who is still technically on his rookie contract, and even if you want to throw in Mitch, who is still young and like he's on the first year of a new deal, like there's a lot of youth here that you could feel good about, like the homegrown aspect of it, and like and checking those boxes where you don't have to be like, oh my god, if they, you know pull the plug on the deuce experiment this year, that would be an egregious blunder by this organization. Like you, you kind of, there are shades of gray here. So I'm not going to be like, absolutely not. They, they cannot, they cannot make a trade to enhance the bench at the cost of like a young player or a young player's minutes. I, I think that's valid. Um, and I'm a little concerned about Obi, uh, just so focused. Hi, J&J um, and a hashtag 53 win watch. Knicks need to go 20, 10 for the rest of the season. Well,
4: according to Andrew, then the, 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 let's write it down in pen. Uh, right. let, let's not get crazy. More, more like 25 and 13 is more, more in that stretch. Plausible. I think so. Hashtag better than we hear. Hashtag we back. Hashtag five season site.
2: Hashtag a Bronx tale. Ooh, Oh, that's great. I like a Bronx tale. That. Can I write that one down? I'm gonna write that one down. I'll give, that one um, I'll give you credit though. I'll give you credit, Jasso. Focus. Thank you. Well done. Very well done. Very very well done. Um, Hamdi M. I'm not happy unless I'm miserable. Please no. I'm just happy. A little worried about Obi, but happily worried. Yeah, it's a it's it, it's such a good place to be. Um, to have concerns but still be getting wins. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said. Nothing to add. Dom uh, Cappuccini with another one. I hope RJ is ready to play up against his hometown team tomorrow. Pardon me for being a little worried about our energy for the MLK game after today. Um, I have not looked at the minutes. I'm assuming Brunson played 40 minutes tonight. Both him and Julius did. Here's the reason I'm not terribly worried because they may have been on the court for that amount of time. Um, There was not that many minutes worth of uh, hustling defense played by I don't think anyone on the Knicks. uh, Well, Grimes and quickly, for sure. uh, And Deuce for his time that was out there. But like Randall definitely kind of took it easy on on defense the first half. Um, Locked in when he needed to. And that's, listen, score 42 points, you can kind of have some leeway. Um, I'm not too worried. Not too worried. Jonathan Fasikov. Hey John long time listener of your show thank you very much for being a long time listener um appreciate the content my question for you is do you see this team being a contender without drafting or trading for a superstar player I wish I could sit here and say yes um they would uh, I don't I don't like it depends on what your definition of a superstar. Um, we did the exercise on Patreon over the summer, or maybe it was last season. I don't remember. We did it at some point. Maybe It was, it was the cap
4: no cap? No, sure. a cap or no cap. No a cap or no cap? Impromptu,
2: in which I was caught off guard. Where, you know, I made myself clear that I'm of the opinion that there really are only seven or eight superstars in the league at any given time is it possible to win a champ for the Knicks to win a championship without getting one of like whatever your top seven or eight players in the league are? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I I think it's possible. Do I think it's likely? (laughs) No, I I don't think it's likely. Um, You just, you just have to catch lightning in the bottle and the chemistry just has to be so good. And, um, it also has to be, I think, kind of, it. like, it depends on the year. You know, it depends on what else is going on in the league. Like, I'll say this. If there was such a team that was built a little bit differently in this year's NBA, I would not be shocked if that team won a title this year because this year seems a little bit more wide open than most, than some years, you know? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. That would be my What's what's exciting is there I'm confident there will be playoff basketball to find out, you know, for sure.
2: That's a good question, uh, John. Dom, what's going on, Dom? Uh, let's go, Giants. Jeremy, let's let's fucking go. See you boys on MLK. Can't wait. Yeah, excited for tomorrow. Man, I'd love to get that win tomorrow. Philip Levin uh, bench minus quickly accounts for three points for the game. Mm-hmm. Not great, Bob. Follows up perfectly right here. I'm gonna be that guy, Dom the dentist. Okay, Fournier deuces minutes. Give Fournier deuces minutes. The offense he provides has to be at least worth 15 minutes a game to take some pressure off the starters. It's why I asked Benji. um, When did I ask Benji this? Was it when he was on the pod, or was it? Yeah, about Malik Beasley's defense. Because I was like, or or not Malik Beasley's defense. Malik Beasley, like, as a just as an offensive player, like, how much of an upgrade is there from Fournier? Because you know, Malik Beasley got mentioned in an Ian Begley report as someone the Knicks had had interest in in the past. We talked about Malik Beasley, and I'm bringing him up here in response to this comment because it's like. If you're in the market for Malik Beasley, who might not probably won't cost you at first, but it'll cost you something decent like is he that much better than Fournier to make a difference where you make that sort of trade, do you not just go back to Fournier and give Fournier a shot and i i don't I don't know if that ship is sailed like the, the it's not crazy at all Dom the pushback I'll give, and this is more of a devil's advocate point is like. Fournier, just like watching him this year, it just, it, something was off. Yeah. I Right. You know, we didn't make that up. We didn't create that in our heads. And I'm not saying he didn't have moments of good defense. He did, but even the offensive end, like the, the, the sum total of it all was just like a guy who's just, it's not, it's not there right now for me watching him. Um I don't think it's crazy though. I'll say that. I don't think it's crazy. Uh, Joss will focus with another one. Things I'm speaking into existence. A young DJ and a young RJ doing what a young Eli did 15 years ago and leading a strong defensive team to the chip. Um, I'm lost on who RJ is. DJ is Daniel Jones. Oh, like the Giants and the Knicks are both going to win respective
4: championships. I'm hoping there's someone whose initials are RJ on the Giants that I'm missing. Otherwise I know. Both are not a not let's
2: active. see how many New York Giants I can name. Daniel Ooh. Jones, RJ okay. Barrett, or RJ, no, sorry, RJ Barrett. Saquon Barkley. RJ Barrett's not mm-hmm. a giant. Saquon Barkley. Um my God, you don't even want to know the name that just popped into my mind. He's C. not C. a cover giant. No, uh Lawrence Tynes. Not a no, giant. He is a guy on Twitter. Uh it, uh Galday's still on the team, right?
4: Uh, Yes, Kenny Kenny Dalgaldi scored a first touchdown last week. I heard Uh, that. I think Richie James might be who they're talking about. Who's Richie James? He's a wide receiver on the Giants. Where's number 80? Victor Cruz's number. That's four. Um, Oh, there's a Thibodeau on the Giants. I know him. There is. Kayvon Thibodeau. I know
2: him. I know who he is.
4: That's it. Okay. Um, Got to five. Four and a half. half. It's impressive that you get to five, to be honest. They're, granted, there's not many Giants of note because that's how well coached this team has been this year, with Brian Dable, as they pointed out during the game. Oh, so Jasso Focus is saying that he was talking about the Giants and the Knicks. Oh, that's right. Um, see,
2: I was correct. I was correct.
4: So you, were right, you were right, and I would counter to Jossel Focus that you might want to adjust that to um, a young IQ or a young QG leading the Knicks to... Uh, a defense. It was a young Knicks de- defense to a, a ship. We, I got it, John. Don't, don't let Andrew bully you. Yes. Um. Andrew, check your text. Busy! What's
2: going on, uh, Busy? Was the RJ benching a result of holding a player accountable or evening minutes distribution? Either way, kudos to Tibbs. Um, I think it was just he was wanted to close the game with his best guys. I think it was as simple as that. Um. Very... Not reading any more into it than that. And I hope RJ is cool with it. I mean, RJ played 27 minutes tonight. That's probably what he deserved to play. You know. Um but yeah, I'm cool with it.
4: <laughs> I'm noticing Busy. more and more that um the this is now two games in a row that he's gone to quickly over RJ down the stretch. The only reason RJ came back in against Washington is cuz Mitch fouled out. Yep. So I'm, I wonder if this is a thing. Another After one this from- week, after busy second one, we got five more. Awesome,
2: another one from Busy. Um, he has actively removed reasons for me to complain about him, which I'm sure will make everyone on Discord happy. Rose, Busy, I love, I love, Gross. I love our conversations on on Discord because here's the thing, and we, and I was I've been really thinking about this a lot, like because Busy, you know, I hope I'm not. It's okay that I'm paraphrasing you, Busy. You want to see like you know, not prettier offense, but like. We know what good offense looks like in the NBA when 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 everybody's moving around and there's like, you know, real good stuff being run. And a lot of times you watch the Knicks and it doesn't seem like it's that, you know, it's like all the data in the world. You still watch and you still have a gut feeling as a fan who's been watching a sport your whole life when you're like, no, I I know something's not quite right with this. So I love the I love the conversation. I really do. And um, I look forward for it to to continue. Um, Fargo Tufo what's going on is it safe for me to turn the game on
4: <laughs> love you Alex thanks for taking one for the team if you did indeed <laughs> so that bit that that is in reference to something on discord Alex was saying that both this game and last game every time he was doing something else the Knicks were winning and anytime he was watching the game the the comeback by the other team was starting, yeah. So we we were saying we were telling him turn the game off, even when it would get close. We we're yelling for him to turn the game off. So shout out to Alex. Shout out to Discord. Um, T- uh, Hushu,
2: what's going on, Hush? I like livers. Can see a cam trade for him. I, I'm going to quote the great Andrew Claudio from the our awesome pregame show, in which <laughs> he, I can't even because that's straight face. You brought up Cam as a possible trade a young player to go out along with salary for Boya McDonavish. Um, Cause uh, oh my God, I'm mis- who, who had, who do you have on the pregame show today?
4: Sean Corp of Sean Detroit Corp.
2: bad boys. Yes. Who covers a- a- the Pistons excellently. And he's cause he had mentioned like, I think the Pistons would like to get back maybe like a protected first and a, a nice two way young player. And then after Andrew brought up cam, his response was no, I said a two way young player, not a no way young player. Yeah. Jeez presented without comment anyway cam gets a new home on a bad team we bring in a nice young wing that doesn't need to get into the rotation um off often um i i like livers again though but like i'm not sure that's moving the needle for you enough if you're the Knicks to to like you know to make because you know livers is a nice young player and like the the pistons aren't going to move him unless they have something good worth moving him for so good stuff. Kevin Danishevsky really wanted um, Oh, uh, Alec, Alec Burks to go to the Warriors. Slots him perfectly as their backup too. Man, I I just called the Warriors my favorites for the title when we recorded our Patreon pod a few days ago. If, if they got Alec Burks, take all my money to bet them to there win you the go. championship. Uh, would love to be a contributor on a contender still such a fantastic player. I I freaking love AB. He, he um, who had a good, someone had a nice contest on him in the first half in the corner. I think it was one of the kids and, uh, he just drained it. He's just, he's
4: just a really good player. Really good. Let's really quickly clarify something from the pregame show today. Um, I referenced something with Sean about a potential reunion with the Knicks and Alec Burks. I remembered after the fact because I recorded that yesterday at noon and then edited and had the rest of my Saturday to do and remembered last night. Oh, they can't trade for Alec Burks. There can't be a reunion because it's one year since you've traded for the well, since you've traded the guy. Right. Are so you sure CBA about pro- that? Doesn't the CBA prohibit you trading for the player that or, uh or what's it called? You can't have a reunion with the player that you just traded, right? The
2: thing I'm not so sure about that. I'm not. I don't say this with a hundred percent conviction, and I could absolutely be wrong. But my recollection of that rule is where. Uh, oh my god, was it Stackhouse? Someone got waived, and or no, so sorry, someone got traded to a team, and then got waived immediately. So, and if Kurt's going to be bought out, he
4: can't then sign with the Knicks. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe you are right. Um, this is... I could have swore from my understanding of... You might be right. You might be right. My understanding of some of the cap or no cap stuff you guys talk about is you can't trade a guy to then get him back for like a full year. So... You maybe might we're, be right. Maybe we're right. Maybe we're wrong. Who knows? I've had multiple people reach out to me and tell me that that's the case. So I was... That was confirmation. I was going to confirm it today. So... If you're watching or listening, you know even better than us. I should um, know this. Put it in the comments. So. Um, Neil, what's going on, Neil? Do you
2: think there's a correlation be- between quickly receiving a larger role? I'm nodding vigorously. And his uptake in shooting efficiency? What is the value of this IQ? Um, I wrote it this week. Um, I think there are some players for whom increased usage will result in a decrease in efficiency. And it doesn't have to be like a bad thing at all. Like if you look at Jalen Brunson this year, his his efficiency is is lower than he was with the Mavs, and that's not because he's a worse player. It's just he he's taking so many tougher shots and so many more of them, and he doesn't have all the easy looks as a result of playing with Luka Doncic. Like of course his efficiency is going to go down. He's a he's continuing to grow as a player and he's better for all the reasons we don't need to talk about. But I think there are players out there. Who increase in efficiency when they get more usage, when they get the ball more, when they get in the flow, and and I think quickly is one of those players. I think quickly needs to, to have the ball in his hands. I think he's much more effective as a twenty five to thirty minute a night guy than a, a than a you know ten to fifteen or even a fifteen to twenty minute a night guy. Um, because, well, I, I don't know what it, I think. It has to do with a lot of things, but. I think quickly is a guy that needs to get in the flow of the offense. He's not just a guy who's going to stand behind the the arc and and be a catch and shoot guy. He needs to kind of feel out the game. And I think the more he feels out the game, the better he is. I don't know if that makes a ton of sense, but that would be my answer. Mangu man. What's going on? Small contribution to the Macri babysitting fund. (laughs) Much appreciated. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Brian, you, Help me out here, guys. One minute I hear could be the three C talk, and I think Tibbs is very much underappreciated. In the next minute, I hear what the record would be without Jalen Brunson. No, nah, that's fair. Um, I think it's possible to praise Tibbs and also give a lot of credit to Jalen Brunson. Um, if you're here, here's where I'm at. Jalen Brunson's the MVP of the team. He is the player. I mean, at this point we've had conversations about is he an all-star? We've had conversations. Is, is he the Knicks best free agent signing ever or in the last 25 years? Is he, you know um, the best Nick point guard since, you know, Walt Frazier or whatever. I think, I think we could start having a conversation about impact on a team. How many players have changed teams in the last, let's say 10 years and had as big of an impact as Jalen Bronson. Now there are, Obvious ones, like anytime LeBron James goes to a new team or anytime like any superstar, but like outside of the superstar division, man, he he's going to have to be pretty close to the top of that one. That can be true. And at the same time, if you're asking the question, is Tom Thibodeau an asset to this team or is he holding this team back? I think you could pretty you could argue still even acknowledging how great Brunson has been and how important he's been that Thibodeau has been an asset more than he's been a detriment, which is what I would argue. Um, Equals peace. I guess we're good. (laughs) I think it's safe to say at this point, as the team's bag seems to keep uh, getting deeper, seems to add better ball movement today. Um, Yeah, there's some good ball movement today. Uh, There's also a lot of ISO today. Um, You need both. Like, it you you take what the defense gives you, I think. Um, and I think when they were, when guys like Randall and Brunson were calling their own number, I think they were taking what the defense gives them. And when they were moving the ball a little bit more, I think they were taking what the defense gives them. Jessica with another one. The Brandall Brunson duo should be called Brundle
4: fly. Oh man. Yeah. I rewatched that. By the way. I, what? Three more, by the way. They just rolled I, in. I, I rewatched uh, the fly
2: it was definitely within the last year. I don't know why I rewatched it. I think maybe it was a, they did a Cronenberg episode on, um, on Big Pick, and I was mm. going back and revisiting. Brundlefly is great. I like Brundlefly. That's good. Uh, David Crockett. Agree or disagree? Hi, David, by the way. Tibbs loves the two-man game because he's happy to, s- to trade stagnation for low turnovers. Uh, I would add to stagnation. Um, certainty. And repetition, I think Tibbs is a big believer that the more you execute something, the better you get at it, um which is part of why the big knock on him is that he is slow to adjust because I think he believes that if you do something enough, you will eventually it will eventually bear fruit. Um, but the low turnover thing definitely helps for sure. Um, he, he's a big believer in low turnovers he said it the day he was hired his first press conference uh, busy with another one when the bench was good didn't the bench play fast I last as, year and the year yeah before. I n- not not as fast as you'd think like go back and look at the on enc- when it, when I think of that I think of Derrick Rose go back and look at the on court pace for Rose last year or the year before it's not as high as you think Um I think they did the same thing the Knicks were doing a lot of earlier this season, which is that like when there's an opportunity to push the ball to court, they would push the ball to court. But, they, but they've but they been more selective about doing that as this season has gone on, which happens to a lot of teams. Um, Good question, though.
4: And uh, Frank Sound...
2: There, yeah. there you
4: go. Oh, oh no, this wasn't. On. There you go.
2: Yeah. Frank Sound, uh, if Tibbs' system... In Tibbs' system, we need a veteran point guard behind Brunson to run the second unit... We need a Mitch. We need Mitch insurance too. It's a huge, he's a huge risk. The front office will back Jalen Brunson and Randall before the deadline. Let's go Knicks. Um, the Mitch insurance. I'm. I I still think that Jericho Sims could be a backup center to Mitchell Robinson, and they could swap out Hardenstein for a guy who's more fitting to be a third center. If anybody wants him, I don't know if anybody wants him. As far as a veteran point guard, I mean, it's wild that we're saying this about a team that currently employs Derrick Rose, but I agree with you. Like, I agree with you. They could use that. They could use that little extra juice for sure. And Kevin Danishevsky, update on Randall's all time Knicks ranking. Jalen Brunson. I'm not prepared to listen, Jalen Brunson, play a full season with the Knicks before I put you on the all time rankings. As for Randall,
4: um, Like, this requires more. No, I'm I'm
2: looking up one guy.
4: Can I have one guy that I'm going to look up? Yeah, one guy you
2: can look up. And the guy that I'm going to look up is Bill Cartwright. And the reason I'm going to look up Bill Cartwright is Bill Cartwright. Um, I remember very specifically, I ranked this would be bad if I got my own rankings wrong. I'm fairly certain I ranked him 25th. If it wasn't 25th, it was 20th, but I'm fairly certain it was 25th when I did the top 75 Knicks over the course of last year. Um, Bill Cartwright played, um, 8 seasons with the Knicks. As a rookie he made the All-Star team. And then as those seasons got went on, um he one of them was only two games. So really he played 7 seasons with the Knicks. Like there were some there were some playoff teams in there. Um but he was like the best guy on the team maybe once when he averaged 22 a game as a rookie and then his numbers like gradually went down and he was more of one cog in a in a middling to bad team that had oftentimes like a mid three, like this team is Julius. Has Julius superseded Bill Cartwright as an all-time Nick? I I don't think it's crazy. So like, yeah, I think Randall's in the, in the top 30 and I don't think he's pushing top 20 yet though. There are some heavy hitters when you get up there. It's a, it's weird. There's like, I remember doing those rankings. I was like, man, there's definitely, there's definitely a couple of inflection points, and like somewhere in the 20s, I remember being like, oh, we got to step up in competition now, like somewhere in the 20s. So he's, he's
4: going to be knocking on the door of the top 20 if he keeps this up for another year or two, for sure. Only because Kevin's been in uh, passionately discussing this with me and, and my DMs this week. Uh, he's already ready to put Jalen Brunson ahead of certain players. I mean, one potentially that would bother me very much to, for someone to put them ahead of him.
2: I, I, it's like, uh, man, I, I don't know how to look. Let, let's get through one season. Yes. One, that's what I said. One season. But if, if you want to tell me like, okay, so just, I had Jeremy Lynn somewhere in my rankings. I don't know. I don't remember that where the hell he was. It's probably in the sixties or something like that. But like, Jalen Brunson's already played more games as a Nick than, than Jeremy Lynn. Um, or
4: more meaningful games. So yeah. Anyway, I said he has to finish sec. He finished second, a uh, third, in MVP, and make a couple NBA teams before I even entertain the Carmelo Anthony conversation, oh, which that's, that's, is what Kevin was hinting at. No. Okay. Yes. All, All right. Fine. Um, that's it. I'm gonna go back to watching my children, who have been watching
2: each other for the last hour and a half. God bless um, the universe that they I believe they both made it out in one piece. Thanks for tuning in uh, to the show. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, follow Nick Film School on social at Nick Film School S K O O L. We will be back with uh, more funny games tomorrow with a uh, post game show. We have pregame tomorrow, no. Uh, pre-game pod, yes. Recording pre-game pod, night. yes. Oh, awesome. Even better. Um, and then post-game afterwards, I will see everybody then. Peace out.